Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parent in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or, hopefully, how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge going to make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with... Can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett! <laughs> can you say Josh Whittacombe? Josh Whittacombe! Josh Whittacombe! Chicken! Not chicken! <laughs> Not chicken. <laughs> Come on, not chicken. Here's my two-year-old Violet doing the intro. I also have a five-year-old called Scarlet. My top tip to share is to write down the crazy things your under five say. Such as, your legs are all smooth, mummy. I like them better when they're like a tree. <laughs> that, that is absolutely brutal. Love your podcast, Leanne. Northamptonshire. Oh, Leanne. Yeah, that is How are you? brutal. Yeah, I'm good. Not too bad. How are you? V, V... Fine. VV fine? VV okay. VV okay. Um, Are you been working too much? Quite chilled? Busy? Half, really. Half, Um, half, really? Half, half, really. It's been all right. It's It's been been fine. Rob. How are the kids? Fine, Rob. Yeah. I've not got anything to fill this 10 minutes. Pardon? This (laughs) 10 minute intro. I've just not got anything, Rob. Oh, okay. Okay. I just thought I'd fess up. Okay. Should I just fess up and be well, honest? I've got what, nothing. We, <laughs> well, we, this is what this show's about, being honest with the listeners. Should we do some correspondence yeah. then? I'm panicking, It's right. better than you invent it. Why don't you... How about... Let's do this, right? We'll do correspondence, but pretend now that your whole career is based off be it like talking about your kids and you have to have something. Yeah, and you just yeah, Yeah, but now invent something. Okay, yeah. And pretend you... Like, oh, you never guess what they did earlier. Oh, what did they do, yeah, Josh? Fine. Yeah, uh, my daughter uh, has been cautioned by the police. <laughs> How has she? What for? <laughs> yeah. um, joy riding. Really? What was it? A scooter? Yeah. No, it was a. Um, it, it, she had a booster seat, but in a Ford Escort. Right, a Ford Escort, a, a car that has been made for twenty yeah, years. I panicked. I panicked, Rob. <laughs> yeah. That's your issue with yeah. that story. Uh, yeah, that's your that. issue with that story. <laughs> yeah, let, let's stick to being honest. Correspondence. Okay, cool. Yeah, thank you. Here we go. Right, what we got here? Da, 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 da. Hi, hi, hello. Just listened to your latest episode and discussion on home birth. I'm a midwife and had a home birth for our third baby last summer. Regarding the water issue, the water is pumped via tubing connected to the tap for filling up the pool. Can only assume the guy in the store is unsure how to fill it as no midwives had arrived. After the birth and once mum is on the sofa slash bed, our sofa was brand new, so we kept the plastic wrapping on to use for the birth. That's clever. That's clever. That's um, clever. You don't want to start ruining a new G plan, do you? No. With uh, all sorts. The water is then pumped directly down the toilet. Oh. Definitely not recommended that it is pumped into the garden, though, as midwives get this all the time as to question, as well as also getting asked if we can use a paddling pool instead of a hire in a birthing pool. Oh, my God. Now, you've Come got... Come on, now. If you're doing a home Come birth, on. you've got to invest in a home birth pool, In for surely. a penny, in for a pound. If you're home birthing... Come on. The money you oh. save on a taxi and snacks. Exactly. Those those hospital and petrol price sandwiches are a disgrace. Yes. Um, she said, yes, yeah, so she said you have to use a home birth one. Um, do you want to hear about a panic attack at Asda? Yep. 
Hey, sexy boys. I'm a mum to a gorgeous 17-month-old son, Adam. I absolutely love your podcast and I've listened from the beginning. Anyway, I just had to pause today's episode and write this as a topic of panic attacks brought back a memory that I had apparently suppressed. A few years ago, I had a lot going on over an extended period of time. Yada, yada, yada. Not going to get into the nitty gritty. It all had got too much for me. Did she say that or you? Uh, yeah, yeah, she, yeah no, no, me, actually. I read it and I thought, you know what? Fuck off, you bore. No, no, she's written that. <laughs> right, okay, I'm fucking good. banging on about your life. Blah, blah, she's blah, blah. Heartfelt. She's written oh, heartfelt blah, description. Then he had another affair. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada. Zip it, lock it. Fuck off. Who cares? Go and tell somebody gives a shit. I know. I'm joking. The author of this. Uh, yeah said yada 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 i'm not going into the nitty gritty it all got too much for me i nipped to asda to just grab a couple of things but once in the aisles i completely forgot what i needed cue full-blown panic attack and emotional breakdown i ended up on the floor sobbing and shaking like a lost toddler and people were avoiding my aisle altogether oh some what? people are brutal aren't they um after they put some of those cones around her that was the worst <laughs> bit Put, put, put sawdust on her like sick. Is this insensitive? We're talking about a poor woman that's opening up yeah. a panic attack. We've opened up and we've made jokes. Th- yeah. We've, we talked about our panic attacks. So. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they, they didn't do any of that. Anyway, she's being avoided by people on the floor upset. After what seemed like a lifetime, a lady who tried to comfort me and suggested that I call someone. I called my mum, who, who as always calmed me down and took me through my next steps. <laughs> Which involved stand up, leave Asda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Go to her house and wait for her to come home. Oh, bless her. Oh, Oh, that's nice. She could bring her mum. And glad that you can share. I think being able to share it shows progress because you're not ashamed of it or embarrassed. And I think you're not ashamed or embarrassed of anything. You can get things sorted. So I hope you're feeling better now. Um, but yeah. please don't send any of that fucking nitty gritty, for God's sake. Um, I'm joking. You can always send nitty gritty to us. Send and read as much it if nitty you want. or gritty as you want. Yeah. And if it's just pure nit, that's fine too. Or yeah. pure grit, we can take pure it. Pure grit, yeah. Have you got enough on here? Hi, Rob and Josh. Firstly, love a podcast. I'm so behind. I don't want to miss one. You have me laughing so hard. Oh, so all... <laughs> this is good. So all new time lockdown low for me. My eldest four years was dying to go... This for, they're, they're that far behind that they're sending a lockdown, are No, they're talking about... was talking about low points when you've had a bit of... Oh, we've got, had oh, loads come in, so I'm trying to do a few of oh, them. Oh, sorry, sorry. Because sorry, people sorry. have opened up and we've never really read it out, which makes me feel yeah. bad. So yeah. anyway, this was my all-time lockdown low for me. My eldest four years was dying to go to local park, which has recently, recently been done up. We decided to go down on a cold day. Who hasn't? Whilst my mum pushed my youngest in the pram, 10 months old. My son and I... I was having a great time until he announced he needed a wee. No problem. We nipped behind a tree and did the deed. No sooner were we back at the sand pit, he announced he needed a poo. I wouldn't mind, but firstly, the park has no toilets. And secondly, my mum who had the baby wipes was on the other side of the park with the youngest. Oh, no. no. Me and my son legged it across the park, hunting for a bush or tree. And I found the bushiest one we could. I saw my mum in the distance and shouted... I need the wipes. He needs a poo. I don't have any poo bags. My mum walked over, throwing the wipes and in the air and shouted, dig a hole and bury it. <laughs> Needed to say, I was scratching around in the dirt for a oh big enough God. stick. Oh my God. <laughs> As my son decided to do the world's biggest, longest poo. Of course, of course. I found myself digging a hole to bury my son's poo. Not before accidentally sticking my finger in it. Oh, oh no, oh no. With no alcohol gel to be seen, needed to say, we went home early with my son shouting, Nana, I did a poo and my mummy stuck her finger in it before hiding it in the ground. Oh my God. I won't be going back to the park for a while. Lou the poo, that's Louisa. Full name there, she sent it in though. Scratching a hole for your child to shit in it. I mean, that is love, isn't it? That is love, Rob. I hope you do the same for me. I would, I do you know what? I don't think I saved you though. I don't know about being sick at that party once. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about yeah, it. We've talked about it before. Yeah. And I cleared, well, I cleared up all your sick that you produced on the way to the toilet. Would you clear up my poo? Probably, yeah. Thanks, mate. Mainly because I, I can't really deal with you being cancelled. Also, I just don't want to be associated with a man that shits himself in hallways at Christmas parties. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? You've chose, chosen the wrong double act partner. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You made but the... yes, if you did a poo on the floor 
and you would it, like you weren't compass mentors to sort it out, I would clear it up for you. Oh, I thought, would you stick your finger in it? No, I'd tr- I wouldn't dig a hole. I'd probably get some tissue and pick up the poo and pop it down the toilet. Yeah, fair enough. But if we were outside, yes, I would dig one with my fingers. Would you dig a hole for me? In a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, quick question. Yeah. Is that the right way for us to go into Anton Dubeck? Um, do I mean, I think he's seen email enough. To clear the, he's clear, seen yeah. people dig themselves holes on the Strictly oh, Dance floor. That's nice, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, you know, yeah. Is that good? Is that, yeah, that does, I think that is nice. It does feel weird. He is so slick, so wonderful, and so immaculate. We can't deliver you Anton Dubeck after talking about digging a hole for human shit, can we? Yes, we can. Here we go. Here is, <laughs> here is Anton Dubeck. I'm very excited about this. We are joined by television royalty. Everyone loves this man, Anton Dubeck. Anton, you can I say before we start this, I want to say thank you for how lovely you were to my daughters when they came to Strictly. Because oh. you were you had so much time for them. You were so friendly. And everyone was, but I don't know, you've got a sort of I'd like a real classy presence that you don't really see as much anymore and, and you came into that room and you were so lovely to the girls and they still like talk about you you dr- looked amazing it was and they come in and you they, <laughs> they absolutely loved you before but afterwards you're their favorite now and you're so sweet and kind and and, I, and it is hard when you're on strictly and everyone wants a bit of you and things like that to do that all the time but you were so classy it was unbelievable so thank you very much for making oh, it special for them well that's kind of you i mean that's that's lovely and i thank you for saying that. i mean that's a lovely thing to say do you know it, it's just sort of normal really because I think about Brucey a lot yeah, in the yeah. world of showbiz. And whenever you use the word showbiz, I just think about Brucey. And he was a great hero of mine and a great sort of influence on my uh, sort of career, really. Because when I, I had the great fortune of starting in showbiz, if you like, having yeah. already had a bit of a, uh, another sort of career, a bit like uh, Fred Astaire had two yeah. careers. That people will probably yeah. remember. But he was very, he was, he was a child star and he went into the theatre, musical theatre, one thing or another. And then that career ended. He had that with his life, with his, with his sister. That was his first part of his life. Uh, and then she went off and got married. And uh, he didn't know what to do because he was a double act. And then suddenly stumbled into the movies. And that classic line about did a screen yeah. test, can, you know, can't sing, was it can't sing, can't act, can dance a bit. And then, of course, he you know, became Fred Astaire as we, we think of him today. And it's similar in my regard is that I had a, quite a long career as a competitive dancer. So mm. traveling around the world, competing and dancing and doing that. And then I came into Strictly Come Dancing uh, a bit later and into telly, if you like. But having s- sort of did it immediately with Brucey, my hero. So immediately yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the master of the art. And yeah. I've always loved him from afar and sort of wanted to sort of be a bit Brucey in what I did. I love that sort of thing of being in front of an audience and doing, you know, entertaining, singing and dancing, doing a few gigs. I love that. I love that whole variety sort of affair, but of course it wasn't around before Strictly. Yeah. That, that didn't sort of exist. It was a bit, it was of another time, etc. And we didn't have turns like that anymore. We had either straight comedians, you guys, for example, straight comedians who are funny and brilliant and, and, and do what you do. And, and then you had um, either singers um, yeah. and, and yeah. You, Every and, and hilariously, everybody wants to be something else as well. Don't they? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, actors want to be rock stars, and rock stars want to be actors, sort of classically. And um, so I, I stumbled into Strictly Come Dancing, or came into Strictly Come Dancing, and immediately with the best, with Brucey, amazing. And I was lucky enough. I don't know if you've ever worked with any of your sort of comedy heroes from 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 before. Yeah, but uh, Josh yeah. is used to it now. He's, oh. he's black. He's yeah, relaxed in my nice. company, Josh. Yeah. Well, but, it's, it's yeah. a lovely thing that you've kept him on for. And um, <laughs> it's uh, and so you learn immediately and from the best. And it's a style of thing that I love. So whenever I'm I'm doing stuff, I just think about not being like Brucey, but how would Brucey be? Brucey yeah, would be yeah. classy, and Brucey would, you know, it's that classic thing. You'd want people to be as you'd want as you wish they were, which sounds contrived. Sounds contrived. I don't want it it's to not be- contrived at all. I think you, you you have a you feel like there's a responsibility to be doing that, especially when you're at Strictly. But it's such a busy, crazy event. You'd be well within your rights to go right. I need to, it's a live show. I need to be left alone. I go to my room and do all that. But you sort of oh, yeah. um, you look very much like you're just floating through it. And I think that comes across on the screen, and that's why people love it. Is it less stressful doing the judging now than it was doing the dancing? Yeah, I mean, it's it, your weeks are shorter. That's for sure. Um, yeah, it's it's very very different, really, because when you're with a partner. My attitude about being with a partner was really kind of asking was it was all about her. That was yeah. the most important thing. So 
I was always focusing all my energy on her, but mm. on the, but a part of my energy was going, okay, what do we need in order for this to work? So you're yeah. making sure, okay, but but still you're setting up the scenario that it's going to be successful. So you've, you've got to, you know, there's got to be an amount of calmness and there's got to be about amount of focus. And, you know, this partner you have might be a bit of a scattered brain and might be want to go off. And blah, blah, but there is a moment there where you've got to bring them back and go, okay, let's just focus on this for a second now, because in five minutes we're going to go on. I don't know if you know. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so there is a bit of that. And then some people are a bit quiet and calm and you've got to sort of get them out of themselves a little bit. So you have to understand your partner, but know what, what's about to happen. So sort of be in the moment as people describe it now. And so that's quite exhausting. And of course, there's always that sort of realisation at some stage you probably can get voted off. And, and yeah. that's quite upsetting. That part I don't have to do anymore, which I'm delighted. <laughs> yeah. um, but with the judging, of course, you're, you're, you've got to concentrate on every couple who's dancing and you've got to try, I feel, I've got to try, co- concentrate, pay attention and try and find something useful that will help them moving forward. Yeah. It's easy just to sort of sit there and give it all that with a lovely jacket on and go, I'm amazing, look at me, how fabulous am I? Did you know I'd want to give it all that? Name it, no names. What do you think of that? Go, oh, I didn't really look. I have to be honest yeah. And I'm going to ask a question before we, we'll, get on to your, we'll get on to your kids and parenting. Mm. But have you ever been in lined up, you know, on the dance off and you may stay, you may go, and obviously you always want to stay with them, but have you ever been stood there thinking, well, next Wednesday afternoon, a few of my pals are going to the pub. <laughs> so if, I know I've got to be back on Saturday, but that would, it would be, wouldn't be the worst thing to happen. I've got a round golf book on Wednesday. I wonder if I, I wonder if we could get that. Um, dropped you there. We missed a step. Never mind. It wasn't a very good one anyway. You're fine. Um, do you know, and I, and I say this seriously, I'd like to say, just if, if just to be funny, that it didn't matter, but it, it really matters. Even yeah, if you've yeah. got somebody who doesn't, who's not, you know, in your heart of heart, this isn't great, and I'll probably be available for Panto at Christmas. This is, <laughs> you know, but you hope, you hope that the audience at home will vote you through, or you hope she might find something, or you hope that people love the number. And still, from from day one to the last time I did it, getting voted off was the worst thing. Really? And I love that. I never had a moment anywhere where I went, oh, I, you know, ooh, maybe I'll give this one to It'd be better for both of us if somebody just voted us off. And I'm glad about that because otherwise I'd have probably have gone, oh, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Yeah. Because, but I always yeah. felt. And you watch the show on Saturday night and the, the guys and the girls are jumping up and down with delight at getting through. But I yeah. just love to see how excited and delighted they are with getting through. I mean, Graziano. You think it was the f- best competition he's ever danced in his life? You think it was the world championship? Yeah. He <laughs> was so del- br- delighted to get through, and you know you don't want to go home, and that's why the show works so well. The pros yeah. really care, and they always have, and I think that's really important. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches, but there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick Sporting Goods. So we, we should, we should. I mean, we've got loads of Strictly questions. Let, I mean, that was, that was the longest we've done, not about children, but yeah. he is on the biggest show in the country that everyone's yeah. obsessed with. So I think that's fair. I think, we've, I think Shelley's at the right for a 10-minute yeah. uh, thing at the start. <laughs> right, now, let's talk about your kids. How many kids have you got, Anton, and what age? Now, I've got two children. I've got twins, a boy and a girl, George and Henrietta, and they're five and a half, as you know, with young children. It's, it's very important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There'll be uh, there'll be six in March. Is over. I'll be six in March, end of March, and uh, at the moment it's half term. I don't know when this is going out, but we've got yeah. half term at the moment. Yeah, and they've both had colds. Of course, they have. Oh yeah, lurgy because they're at school and all children get the lurgy and they pass it round. It's like a game. No, you yeah. no, I've had, no, you can have it again though. Oh really? <laughs> you know, you've got to have it again. And I just can't believe something so small can produce that much to not. 
It's like an yeah. end, endless supply. Where's it? Like, and, the, and, you, and a whole, a huge one could come out that fills your whole hat and you're trying to find oh, yeah. something for it. It happens after, but where, what's in your head? Where's it coming from? You... I worry about turning them upside down and then drowning in their own sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep them the right way up. Yeah. <laughs> and do they enjoy school? Because they're, they're, they're twins, so they're like, that's quite, must be quite interesting watching them go through it together. So like on their first mm. day of school, you're not just and worrying about one, you're worrying about two different people. It, and it's really interesting because they're a boy and a girl. We, I never think of them as twins um, yeah. at, at all, actually. And they they used to go to the same school, get in nursery together and uh, all that sort of mm. stuff. And then they went to the sort of reception year at school and they went to separate schools. Yeah. And went to a boy and a girl. But they are sort of side by side. They're yeah. sort of... Uh, you do a one drop off at ten past eight, and at twenty past eight, you do the other drop off. You know, you just yeah. go and you see all the school mums at one drop off. You go down the road, and a lot of them got children in the others. They got boys yeah. and girls, and then the other school as well. And they're both lovely schools, and they're doing they're doing wonderfully, and they're enjoying it. But it really is. I mean, when we had them little, um, we didn't do that whole okay, pink for girls, blue for boys, and because it's too much stuff. Yeah. So it was a case of this is the stuff. You choose what you want. Yeah, yeah. a lot of yeah. stuff, clothes, toys, and it is funny. You know, I promise you, we never um, we never bought particularly sort of gender specific clothes either. Yeah. Something that fit because you know, in four weeks they're going to grow out anyway. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of it is hand me down stuff. I mean, you got friends who have got children and they a year or two older and they go oh hey i've got some pile of clothes if you'll try i'll have that thank you very much and i know there's one jacket george had it's on its fourth child at the moment. <laughs> it's a lovely bit of quality it's a nice boss jacket oh it's a nice Ooh. boss oh no it's a proper bit of kit and but it was <laughs> someone gave it to us we gave it to someone else and it's now on the fourth child and it looks good isn't it because well, so, they wear um, about four times each don't they yeah and it's, it's a winter coat i mean you get you get one one winter out of it and that's it. Yeah. Next one, is about it. So off they go, and it goes off to another thing. But it's really amazing how they, the children, gravitate towards. You know, she's all about dollies and yeah. uh, boys, and he's all about Ninjago and um, and all that sort of stuff. And it's very, very interesting. We went through Hot Wheels for a phase. Now it's all about Ninjago, and quite boy, traditionally boy and yeah. girl sort of civic things. They watch the same sort of programs although he's uh as i say ninjago mad at the moment i mean yeah. ninjago brilliantly and she's a peter rabbit is a, is a sort of staple and then we have all the sort of movies uh daddy's favorite is uh paddington paddington yeah. oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> so that's... we all watch paddington paddington bear paddington <laughs> and so most mornings we do the duet with gary barlow which is lovely <laughs> and um yeah it's it's just it's really interesting though it's really lovely but it's really interesting you said that paddington's your favorite so do you yeah. have a say in the tv i have literally no way of steering my daughter's tv taste and if i were to say i'd like to watch paddington it would actively make her not want to watch it i think <gasps> how old she's five Oh, geez. it is a volatile age. I tend to say to them, it's either we watch Paddington now for 10 minutes or I'm going to put you in the greenhouse again. And <laughs> the whole That's where the... I've gone wrong. That's where yeah, I've yeah. gone wrong. I think it's just sort of has to be a very firm line. Yeah. Um, Josh will start building a greenhouse. Yeah. You, just have to, you don't even need one, Josh. Just lie. In, in zone two, you haven't got room for a greenhouse, Rob. That's your old <laughs> garden. Then you've just got, you've just got, a, that's a conservatory. That's what you've got. Conservatory. <laughs> Um, I'm lucky because they like Paddington, so I do. Yeah. That's, that, but I have to say that literally is the only thing that really? that is. You're, you're, I'm absolutely with you. That is literally the only thing, and and only if I catch them in a good mood. If they've had cocoa pops, I <laughs> otherwise, it, 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 yeah, I have no control over. How was it when they were little though? Like obviously, but newborn babies are hard work. But twins, was it was it was it double the trouble, or was it was it just nice to sort of almost go like, oh, we've got two straight off the bat. Well, I, I, it's very difficult, really, because you, you see things through rose-tinted spectacles yeah. a lot. Yeah. I know I do. I thought it was a breeze. I thought, oh, no, it was marvellous. It was easy as pie. If you spoke to my wife, she might give you a different version. Um, yeah. 
and, and one might say slightly more accurate. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so when when your when yours were born, was you yeah. dancing on Strictly still then? So your was your diary well, really busy? Tour. So they were in March. It was they were end of March. So I was on. Oh, tour. that was quite lucky. And oh, he's on tour. Was, oh no, I was doing the end of my tour. So it, I, I had one more week to go. They were born on the Monday. <laughs> And they stayed in because they were a bit little, so they stayed in for a week, which was amazing because I had a few more shows to do, and I, I spent the rest of the week about three or four more shows that week. And then I picked, I gathered them all up um, yeah, yeah. on the Sunday, and we went home. But it was great because it was great for Hannah and great for the children because you know, I, what do I know? But I, it, it does seem quite quite brisk to have a have a baby and the following day you're taking it home. Yeah, it's quite intense. In normal circumstances and you go, okay, hoping for a little bit of coaching before I left the building, but I'm sure I can work this out as I yeah. go along. But um Hannah, I have to I'll say this straight away. Hannah is remarkable. My wife Hannah is remarkable. Um one for having twins, can I just say that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, it's quite stunning. And just being a great, great mum as well. And she makes everything fun and she's really brilliant. But I feel like we were lucky that we had them together because you're doing it all at the same time. Yeah. Um, if you've got more, I, I think if, if there's two of you, and I was I was able to be around certainly for the first uh, a few, maybe six months, I think I was around as well. So it was a bit easier in that regard. Although if I, I say that to you, I, Hannah might go, Really? Six months. <laughs> well, no, you, you timed it pretty well, though. If your tour finished in March, when like one week, but she was still in the hospital, and then you're sort of clear till September time for Strictly, aren't well, you? Well, I was, I was, I, 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 I had some time there. You know, it's like in our industry, it's yeah. sort of feast or famine a little bit, really. Yeah. You no, know, we were lucky. The children were, were good as well. They, they, they got into a routine pretty quick. But it was a joyous thing, maybe because we're a bit older. But oh, I don't. I, maybe just, again, Rose tends well, to. Well, was you? Was it? How old was you when you had them? I was 50. Wow, yeah. I was actually 50. I was 50 when we had the children. So it was, you know, it was... Uh, but having said that, I was a bit more sensible and yeah. Uh, yeah. a bit more <laughs> settled. And well, what, you, weren't what, going, you weren't going, what, my hell-raising youth, no. I've lost it. You're like, <laughs> no, that's, it. that's the end what, of my life. What was the 28-year-old... <laughs> What was a twenty-eight-year-old or thirty-year-old Anton de Beck like? I was, I was, I was Same? really, really poor for a start off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, and holes in my shoe, you know, second-hand shirts, all that sort of stuff. As a as a young man, and also not equipped, and to an absolute lunatic as well, like, <laughs> competitive animal, ambitious, lunatic, yeah, ambitious driven, focused solely on me and what I was going to be doing, my next competition, we've got to win this. I hate everyone. Let me just start with that. <laughs> Everyone's against me. The, everyone was against me. I was absolute lunatic. So what happened? Because that couldn't be more of a description of a different person to the one that's sat here now. Or was, even was on, you know, it's been across our screens. Well, Strictly Come Dancing started. Really. When I start, when I finished, of course, when I started Strictly, I was all, I was still, you know, I just came back from China. We were in China doing a big competition in China over there. And then they came back and they said, you're starting Strictly Come Dancing. All right, brilliant. And we just thought it'd be five minutes and that'd be about one series, that'd be it. Yeah. And, we got yeah. the rest and it was such a massive hit and everyone knows the sort of history. And we did a second series in, uh, in the second series of Strictly Come Dancing in year one. So we did one in the sort of, uh, March, April, and then the second one now. Right. And so I never competed again. I didn't sort of retire. I just sort yeah. of never went back to it because then we started doing Strictly and and yeah. things started to change. And it's one of these things, if you get off that treadmill of, of, of competitive life, it's very difficult to get back on because you yeah. want to go back where you left off, but you've got some catching up to do. So we sort of never went back. And, and I realised on Strictly Come Dancing, as I said before, that this wasn't about me. This was about my celebrity. I didn't yeah, have to right. prove myself. I was already, you know, I was already a professional. That's what they started me because I was good. Right? Yeah. So yeah. let's, you know, so don't go and so, oh, look how good I am. No one cares. So it's, it's almost it. like the, the selection for that answered that negative voice in your head that you were trying to silence through competition wins. Yeah, potentially. I, uh, you, yeah. But it became a really different focus. My focus on, uh, on me was now 
do the best you can for your partner. Because yeah. what would have upset yeah. me more than anything else in the world is if they turned around and went, I really hated that, that, that uh, experience. I wish I'd danced with someone else. Yeah. I would have yeah. been mortified. So I was really trying to just make the best experience for my partner. And then we rolled in second one and rolled in the third one. So I calmed down a bit in that regard and, you know, just generally, and then, and then had, and then, you know, again, the work with Brucey, et cetera, et cetera, and all that. And a, a different sort of, you know, life changes, as, as you guys will experience. Yeah. I don't know if you ever did the clubs, the old school sort of thing, and then and then suddenly become a famous television comic. You know, it, it, things change. And then, you know, you get a bit older, and I met Hannah, et cetera, et cetera. And then, yeah, I was a, a sort of different guy, a different focus yeah. and perspective on life. You know? So it worked out timing-wise. Timing what you're saying is if Strictly hadn't come along, you'd still be out there competing. I'd going... still be absolutely... I can't use some words because I, I'm about to put something. How would that behaviour manifest? Would you be rude to people or would you like sulk after losing or how would, how would it manifest that? I wasn't energy? a great, I wasn't a great loser. I, I was, I, the thing that upset me more than anything else was, was dancing badly. You can't yeah. help, you know, you can't help the mark. So if somebody beats you, you sort of presume they were great. My attitude yeah. is don't watch them. Yeah. For example, yeah. if I'm final, let's say you have six couples, you're trying to make the final and I miss out on the, and I'm in semi-final. Don't watch the final because you'll look at people and go, he's terrible. What's he doing over there? He's awful. What's the state of him? I can't believe that. Well, that's purgatory. Don't do that. Just leave yeah. it. Just, let yeah. and just, just claim that they were, it was the greatest final you'd ever seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was so close. You know, so I would, and it still upsets me now, really, it's just dancing badly so I'm on stage and I'm performing I can't I hate it when it's bad mm, so yeah. I have to work at it you know and I spend you know time and effort and um and the determination of being as good as I can be remains do you see that any of those instincts in your children at five and a half yeah you do oh yeah Henrietta likes things to be so yeah and if you're if she's wanting to show you something you have to give it full concentration. You have to. She's quite frustrated. George, want, if George wants to tell you something and uh, Henrietta interrupts him or you try and interrupt him or whatever it is, he's really frustrated. So I see a level of frustration in children that I can I can see. I can I go hello. Yeah, we have to talk about that. <laughs> I can see that. This, as Moana once said, I see what's happening here. <laughs> and, um, so it's it is interesting but they are uh, uh hannah and i we do look at the children and they do certain things and we do have that i think all parents do where they go that's you that is yeah, yeah. She yeah. Goes, you that is invariably the bad behavior turned out to be me randomly <laughs> um, and have they shown an um, interest in dance thing yeah love it they love the show as well yeah love watching the show Henriette is very good at understanding the, the couples. George just watches the show as an overview. She's yeah. really into the couples. She knows the couples. Yeah. She likes uh, Tyler and Diane, and she likes um, uh, Richie and Giovanni. She liked them, you know. And so she knows Giovanni as well because you know, Giovanni do, we, and I've been on tour and stuff, so she, she likes Giovanni. And, and so it's very, it's really, and George as well, it's really interesting. It's funny actually with children. They say things to you. I was in the car the other day. Let me find out this thing that she said to me. If you have a two-letter word like pharmacy, and there's two letters in the beginning of the word yeah. that come together to make another sound, yeah. do you yeah. know what that's called? No. Is it like a trigraph or something? No, I didn't know what it's called. I didn't even know they had a word for it. Yeah. <laughs> and we sat in the car outside the uh, the pharmacy, and uh, Hannah went in and was there, and she's trying to say the word pharmacy. I said, pharmacy, darling. That the ph makes an f yeah and she goes oh daddy that's a such and such a high let me find out what that is a digraph 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 yeah i thought it was trigraph i've heard yeah. them knocking around in the old phonics newsletters we've been getting i'm the yeah. class rep so i'm sort of down with this kind of stuff actually <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> and i googled it just to make sure she was absolutely yeah. right like i doubted her i had yeah. never even heard <laughs> I have the audacity to yeah. Google to check up on my father <laughs> daughter of a word I've never heard of because I think she's got it wrong. Oh, yeah. Nice. 
Oh yeah, Dad. My sisters don't get involved in the homework, Daddy. Well, are you are you tempted to go? Because uh, we're going to talk about your book, The Ballroom Blitz. Are you tempted to go? How do I not know that? I'm a Sunday Times bestselling novelist, and you're a five and a half year old. And I, I we're yeah. Sunday Times bestselling novelists as well, Rob. We didn't know either. This we're not novelists, yeah. um, but you know, authors, authors. Um, so, how many books have you done now? Is it like five or six now? That's the fifth. That's fifth. the fifth one in the in novels, and I've done a couple of other um, books as well. Learn to dance sort of teacher about dancing yeah. books of books about dancing but um this this is the fifth in the uh, in the in the novels in the continuing saga although they are standalone so uh yeah. you, i don't know if you read the the jack reaches the lead child yeah. jack Reach. yeah they're, they're brilliant you read them because they're great and he has this one main character uh, who goes through all the books but each book is is a is yeah. a standalone although you understand yeah. the continuing story and the same with these but i was inspired by that in this regard, yeah. I didn't want people to feel obliged because once you get to five, if people haven't read one, they're, they're yeah. like, oh, I, I, it's, I'm, I'm, out. I'm too far. It's like me with the Sopranos. Like, because <laughs> I, I wasn't there from the start. I'm like, 63 yeah. hours of TV. I'm never going to, it's, it's too big a thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's too big. So these novels are, are, are all standalone. So even if you haven't read any of the others, you can read this one. And yeah. you'll be fine. It's, it'll be absolutely fun because they're just great novels with the backdrop. I mean, this one's set during 1940 during the Blitz. 1940 with the Blitz, and um, it's a hefty it's, size, isn't it? It's a beauty. Yeah, I mean, that'll keep your door open. And <laughs> it, it's, a couple of diagraphs uh, in there of it. <laughs> oh, I love a plenty. And, <laughs> and it is a it's a continuing saga of the uh, the Buckingham Hotel and the ballroom there, but yeah. all the shenanigans of the upstairs and downstairs of the hotel yeah. and all the people in the hotel and obviously and what's going on during the blitz and yeah. and sort of bigger story of the, the war going on in Europe so it is uh, it's a great read even if I say so myself are you, are you fascinated by that as a time like is that kind of I am actually yeah I am I'm, because when I started I said it in, the first one it was 1936 I'm fascinated by the first part of the last century anyway it was such a quick I mean, we started the century with Queen Victoria, and by the time we get to the 50s, we're almost into our fourth monarch. In, in not too distant future, we've got a man on the moon. And we yeah. started by, lighting, you know, lighting the street lamps by candlelight. You yeah. know, it's that sort of... It's the, the, the expediency of the change of time. I mean, we have had four prime ministers in two weeks currently. <laughs> yeah. Um, and is the book out now? Book's out now. And so you've done 1936, 1937, 1938. So this is 1940. So if you continue doing these books for long yeah. enough, you'll get to the point where it strictly exists. I'll be speaking about the first series of Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but the thing about these books where they're set in real life times, yeah. is you're not allowed to rewrite history. That's yes. the thing. Can't go. Right. And in 19, uh, and 1942, is May 1942, and Raymond, our intrepid hero, went to Germany and shot Hitler yeah, and, yeah. and the world was a better place. <laughs> as much as like that to have happened, can't actually happen. But if we if I write about uh, Strictly Come Dancing in the future, I will write that I won one. So... <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a great book. You'd be quite about the Strictly I Won and just like the fictional <laughs> funny story. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
With with you, we've talked about like obviously with Strictly and with the books as well. There's the Anton Dubeck kind of feel of this kind of old schools, the showbiz, the kind of the classiness. Does that come into the home life? I mean, we can see you're sat in front of uh, some lovely curtains. You've got mm. you've got fresh flowers behind you. Yeah. It's, Look at that. Well, that. That's wonderful. We should take a screenshot to share on Instagram so people can see. But it looks beautiful. It looks like a five-star hotel. How do you combine that with young children? Oh, you you uh, you, you keep them out of the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so is, uh, is this just one beautiful locked-off shot, and then the rest of the house yeah, is absolutely? This is calm. one of those things you get on on the computers on the things. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody probably has it. I don't know. We, we, uh, we're fortunate enough to have a few rooms. We've got um, when we bought the house, uh, we bought it as a sort of a um, forever home uh, because it's, we've got a bit of space. We're, we live, uh, uh, you know, out in Buckinghamshire, so we've got a nice sized garden. We inherited this wonderful garden as well, and you know, in the house we have a dining room, uh, a separate dining room as well. But we've turned it into a children's room, so the children's right. room. Uh, so they have a room of their own. The house, apart from the main living room, which is quite a nice-sized living room, the rest of the house is in the children's got their room. The rest yeah. of the house, well, the children can do what they do. Hannah works from home in the office at the end there, so uh, so it's okay. You know, we yeah. have an We don't have toys all over the house. But you've got yeah. one. Is that living room off limits? This one is the off-limits room, really. Right. Obviously, you can come in. We allow you yeah. to come in for half an hour a day. But, um, uh, let's not bring everything in with you. Leave it mm. yeah, in the children's room. The children's yeah. room, you have all the toys you want in there. I mean, I had a thing like last year. Hannah and the children went away for a week. I was working, so I had to stay here. They went away on holiday for a week with Granny and Granddad. We've got the garage. But the garage has become a dumping ground. So what I did is I've got a skip. Yep. You ever do this? I've got a skip in the drive yeah. and the children's room. I couldn't see the floor in the children's room, yeah. the playroom. and the garage. I couldn't get in just with, with crap. So I went in and I turfed all this stuff out. Garage was lovely. Children's room was all gorgeous. and I, I did a bit of tidying up. So it looked like I just tied it up. I literally filled the skip with stuff. <laughs> Took it away. They came back. No one noticed. No, <laughs> amazing. The suggestion we've got too much stuff springs to mind. Yeah. And I think that really, and I'm, I'm on the verge of doing it again. Actually, I've just got to find a way of doing you're, it. Nonsense. You're also super well turned out, and the, the ways that, like, even you know, even like when you're down close today, looks very, it's very smart. Three quarter length zip, nice jumper. How about <laughs> the kids? Are they, are they, are they like in, you know, smart clothes going out and about, or do you just let them truck a tracksuit on and stumble? Yeah, out the house? children are great. They're, they're very funny, actually. Uh, uh, George is very clothes conscious, funnily enough. Yeah, and. Uh, Rara, I said Rara. Rara, Henrietta, we call Rara. When they were little and George was just starting to speak, he couldn't say Henrietta. He used to call her Rara. Uh -huh. So that became her nickname. So she loves a pretty dress. Daddy, I want to wear a pretty dress. So darling, it's a bit cold outside. Can't you wear these trousers? Daddy, I want a pretty dress. Okay, so we get the tights go on and the pretty yeah. dresses go on. Cardies go on. So, but they're, they're pretty good. They're, uh, George is very, very conscious of colour coordination, which is amazing. He yeah. likes things to go. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting. I love that because that, that sounds like me. What about Hannah? Is she similar to you with want stuff to look sort of very neat and presentable and smart and stuff? Or is she a bit more casual? Yes, to a degree. She's less sort of, you know, Hannah's always has an, because Hannah's a bit more from the country than I am. So she has a, um, a bit more of the, uh, what's the expression once used, which made me go like, oh, I'm not sure I can do that. Functional. Oh, that sounds like Agent Provocator meets Millet. <laughs> oh, I, I can't imagine you ever going out anything creased. Are you a big ironer, Anton? Yeah, iron and starch. If it gets anywhere near me, it's going to be starched at some stage. <laughs> I do like that. So do you starch yourself or do you get people to starch for you? Or do you do it perfectly? I do do it perfect. I spent a long time doing it. I tend to have it done. If I have a, if I have an emergency, I'm happy to starch myself. When was your last starch emergency? And so oh, you had an emergency? the weekend. Oh, the weekend show day. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I had to. Uh, one of my dress shirts. 
uh, wasn't done properly, so I had to emergency redo. But I'm a great prepper of clothes. Right. Uh, I have everything prepped and ready. I mean, you know what they do when you turn up for stuff, shows and yeah. stuff, and they go, uh, what are you going to be wearing? And, and they go, oh, we'll, we'll take that and prep that for you. Oh, no, don't worry, it's done. No, oh, no, no. No, don't, no. don't. No, no, oh, no. Oh, no, don't be touching it now. Oh, <laughs> oh no, don't, no, no, it's fine. No, it's, oh, no, don't, no, don't take it out of there. You're going to steam it, you say. No, no, let's not do that. Give it back to me. <laughs> Well, that's the opposite not. of me, whereas I see it as the opportunity to finally get something ironed. That's what I do. <laughs> I'll take three shirt options and I'll go, iron all three and I'll decide. And I go in with two iron shirts. It's an absolute win. <laughs> um, what did you wear for the school run, Anton? School run's great. We, uh, we, both, we both do the school run. Uh, we've got an, a, a lovely nanny as well that we have uh, who's terrific. We just started uh, a, a couple of months ago. And um, because I'm... I've been out on tour and, yeah. been, uh, you know, it's been busy. But, um, and Hannah's having to work from home and um, and she, she works a little bit, a fair amount with the US as well. So for timings and stuff. So yeah. for safety, Mr. and Mrs. DeBeck, uh, George is still at school. Yes, we know. You couldn't just keep him there a bit longer, could you? No, no, it's seven o'clock. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> no idea. I'll be with you shortly. So for safety, we, we, we've got, mm. uh, we've got the, and she does a lot of the school runs, but um, just in case we can't do it. But we like to do them, and I don't yeah. mind. What do you wear, fun. Anton? Do you ever just put on jogging bottoms for the school run? Oh, no, dear. I thought you said jogging bottom, then. Uh, <laughs> Got iron jeans and a polo shirt? That's what I'm guessing, something like that. Oh, I, I, there has to be some element of cashmere. Um, <laughs> certainly this time of year. <laughs> yeah. And uh, do you wear shorts? You a shorts wearer? Oh, in the summer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't okay, wear it yeah. this year. I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, I've got nah. lovely legs, though. Don't remember. Of course. I've got, oh, I've, nice. I've got a very powerful thigh. And um, <laughs> I have a I have a pom-chomp for a short short as well. I won't do really? that. Remember How the 80s? Yeah. Glenn Hoddle yeah. short in the 80s. Yeah. I'm not uh, afraid to pop a pair of them on. That's a lovely image for 9am on the school run. And do your kids do much sport or afternoon clubs or yeah. anything like that? Yeah, no, we do always everything. And we like to, I like yeah. to get them to do everything. I like to get them to do things together. So if if, if uh, George is playing football, I like uh, Henrietta to get in there and play the football as well. And they do they do football camps. This, we got half done moments. They're all doing camps this week. So football camps and rugby camps and tennis camps and take them to the golf club and do some golf and they both swim what? and... My six-year-olds refuse to do every club. She just said, nope, doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, and they're good because they're quite outdoorsy. As I say, we live a little, you know, in, in the country, yeah. so they're, they're good and outdoorsy. So riding bikes, all the stuff we used to do as well. Lovely. I, I, but then that's what I was like for me growing up, being out and doing all the stuff, playing all the games, playing I play every sport, cricket, football, less so rugby, surprise, yeah. no one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> athletic, all that sort of stuff. Tennis. We used to play all the sports when I was growing up, and I was I enjoyed it. I was quite good at all sport. I was very sporty and quite sort of good at all sports. So and that's what we lived for when I was growing up. Yeah. And fortunately, our children are the same. It's been a genuine pleasure to talk to you, Anton. I've got the finale question. The finale, um, which we ask all of our guests. Before, also, we should say before the thing. I said well, we're going to talk about your book, and you said it's a brilliant book, and it, it's not just Richard Osman that sells books these days. And I thought he's going to do the hard sell here. But um, do you want to do a bit of the hard sell? Well, I don't know if it needs it. It's such a good book. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's perfect. What's interesting, I, I, when I was approached by my publisher originally, and about. Mm writing a book, I had this story in my head, and I wanted to write a spy novel. I've actually written, and I didn't know I'd written this, this is a surprise to me, but I was I was uh, nominated for a historical romantic novel of the year award, oh, nice. uh, and which was a delight, but it soon put the bed to bed any ideas that I was a spy novelist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out I'm not. Um, thank you so much, Anton. The final question is, we ask everyone this, what's the one thing that your partner does that really frustrates you when they're parenting? And then what's the one thing that Hannah does when you're like, oh, she's unbelievable, that's amazing? I have to be, I'm going to be genuine now. There, there's nothing really in this regard that really annoys me about Hannah. Isn't that, isn't that annoying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's true, it's true. <laughs> she is, I have to say... She is practically perfect oh. in every way. Oh. She, uh, she's the most incredible mum. Do you know what she is? She's everything I thought she would be. 
And uh, we both come to having children later in life. And I knew her, uh, obviously, before we had children. Wasn't the first thing we did. Um, and I, <laughs> she'd, uh, I thought at the time she'd be a, an excellent mum. I mm. thought, oh, she'd be a great mum because she. Uh, I think I always knew she wanted to have children. I thought, oh, isn't it funny because she couldn't have children? And I thought, oh, isn't it funny? Your nature works in mysterious ways. The the, the person that. I think would be an incredible mom can't have children. That's a sad irony. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, as, as well documented, we had IVF, so we were able to have them in the end. Um, and she's turned out to be exactly the mum I thought she would be. Absolutely brilliant. And it is, and I'm, and I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for me because I lo- I'd have a hundred of them, by the way, because I absolutely yeah. love it. Love it. But I'm really thrilled for Hannah because she is amazing at it. How, how long did it take? You know, you're comfortable talking about the IVF. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How, how long did it? How long did it take to to, well, it, to come through? We were enormously fortunate. We had one go, and but it was sort of boot camp. We really did hardcore at it, and so it was really hard on Hannah. Well, I understand the process. It, it, the process is the process, and it it can be really um, hard. The only way I can describe it is boot camp. I mean, you have blood tests yeah. every day, injections every day, and it really is really difficult. And I think some people do have an easier time of it, don't quite yeah. have to go through. But um, we we did it that way because, as the doctor described, Hannah, she was a geriatric mother. Wow. <laughs> so, They're brave so doctors, aren't they? <laughs> I like the way you did that down the phone. Um, <laughs> Probably a landline. <laughs> But uh, so you know, just all of that really, and I'm, and I'm, it's just wonderful that it, it happened, and she, she, and she, you know, and I'm sorry because Hannah as well had endometriosis, which is a big sort of thing for women, mm. uh, certainly, and um, and something that isn't spoken about very much. And I think she, it would, she should do something like this uh, uh, to talk about it, really, because you know, it's yeah. like with all these things, men's health, women's health. The one thing everybody th- feels about it is they're the only person suffering from it, whatever it is. When you hear somebody in the public eye or that you know of uh, talk about something that you have, it makes you go, yeah. Yeah. if they get it, yeah. it's, yeah. you know, and then you go, well, what happened to them? And then you, and it's sharing is, you know, as my children say, sharing is caring. And uh, yeah. it's, I think it's a great thing. And I think she should do something on it because, you know, it's, it's been a thing for her for her life. As it is yeah, of course. And and had you sort of resolved yourself as a couple that you weren't going to have kids then at, or, at some stage, and then until it come off? Well, yeah. potentially, but you know, once we once we, we went okay, IVF it is. Let's go for it, and then bosh, we went straight into it. Yeah, but we're we like that. If we make a decision to do something, we just go and do it. We don't do it right in, in eighteen months' time. We're going to do yes. this. All right, is I have come home on a number of occasions to find various things like extra dogs. The cat. <laughs> we're getting a cat. Sorry, I thought you said we're getting a cat. Yeah, we're getting a cat. But are we thinking about getting a cat? Are we discussing the prospect of maybe getting a cat? Or are you essentially telling me that you've booked an appointment with the breeder and we're going to go and pick a cat up? <laughs> <laughs> and have you got a cat? We've got a cat. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, I think also we found the thing that annoys Anton. Yeah. We, found- yeah. <laughs> we, we got there in the end. <laughs> um, cheers, Anton. That was amazing. Good luck with the book and the rest of Strictly. And I think you're, you're in Pant- you in Pantone Bromley, or did I make that up? Bromley, yeah, Jack. Yeah, I'll have to come down. Well, yeah, get tickets for that. Buy the book. And uh, yeah, Anton, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Anton. You're a legend. Well done, lads. Thank cheers. you. Cheers. Thanks, mate. <laughs>